Welcome back. I am so excited that you have joined me again in the Aligned Womb, Aligned You podcast. I'm Kate Nagai, and I am your host and womb guide on this journey. I'm here to help you to lean into the language of your menstrual cycle so that you can align yourself and awaken and activate to your womb wisdom to live the most inspired life. I am so excited to jump into this episode and to dive into today's topic. So let's get started. Welcome back listeners to the Aligned Womb, Aligned You podcast. I am so excited to have Melanie Swan join us today. We are going to be diving into a topic that I'm really deeply interested in and one that, you know, I don't really know how to explore. So it's a great entryway for me to learn a little bit more about this and to give you this information as well, because I think this is a missing component that we're having, especially when we're talking about divine feminine energy and what that really means. So Melanie is a womb medicine woman and a multidimensional trauma healer who helps women to come home to their true nature by embodying the multifaceted menstrual cycle, healing multiple dimensional trauma, and co-creating with the divine through the portal of the womb. This sounds so good. I cannot wait to get into this. So today we're going to be exploring reclaiming the divine masculine to restore the divine feminine. So welcome, Mel. I'm so, so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I'm a little curious. How did you end up in this work? How did you come into womb medicine, multidimensional healing? I'll try and summarize it for you. So I was 26 and I got a career in marketing. And um, it was, you know, it, it was what I wanted to experience. And it's been really, really helpful. But it was also something I thought I should do and be get a serious job and all of that kind of business. And uh you know, month after month after month, I got period pain and working nine to five or nine, I was working in London. So it's nine till six, nine till seven, then drinks and then this and then that. I just thought, I just thought this is not right. Something's not right. This doesn't feel normal. And when I got my first period, I felt like I got something special, like it was something special, but obviously my external world around me didn't kind of match that. And Anyway, I, I, I quit and became a therapist and did drama therapy and then loads of shamanic work. And I was in a sweat lodge and we kept doing these prayers to the different directions. And the first sweat lodge I did, I started my period and I just got this awesome, like, oh my God, <laughs> this is amazing. This means something. I don't know what it means, but then I realized the sweat lodge was mirroring the menstrual cycle and my menstrual cycle was mirroring all the cycles of creation. And this is back when there was nothing on the internet about it. Nobody was teaching it. And so it was a, like a real self-realized thing that I realized the whole of creation was within me. And then I kind of, because I was already a therapist, I was working with lots of women and they started bringing more periody kind of menstrual cycle things which turned into more womby things which turned into more women coming to heal after abortion or womb loss or you know whatever, whatever birth trauma or their own birth trauma whatever had happened like there was just this magnetization and amplification of womb work and my own womb was was teaching me and the clients I was working with were kind of teaching me really so 
I didn't have a human teacher. It was my own womb's consciousness and kind of past life memories as well of just this deep, deep knowing that comes from being aligned with the womb, uh, womb connected to head, connected to heart. And, and so I was just doing that more and more and more and it became my world. And I had an idea one day to do a website and I thought moon time wisdom. Okay. Yeah. And I bought the domain and then a couple of days later, I thought, this isn't, this doesn't seem quite right. And it just came, it just popped the sacred womb. And I, I remember looking at the, you know, you do the search on GoDaddy and think, oh, this is, it's not taken. Like nobody's put this. And so I thought the sacred, oh my God. And then I just started building the website and doing more work and it's grown from there really. Oh, so beautiful. I love it. And I love that you kind of touched on how when we're really connected to our womb space, we're connected to our intuition and yeah. our intuition is what guides us. I think we, and I'm sure this is going to come up in our conversation today too, is that we're in a world right now, a society right now where everything is driven by, you know, have you, can you prove it? Like, is there, like, where did you get your certification from? Where did you go train? And we forget that every teacher who's teaching a certification program learned somewhere or felt into it, right? Like, it's never, it's not really about, I think we get so caught up in the qualifications or the certificates or the very masculine container of, has it been proven? And there's something really beautiful about this intuitiveness and, you know, birthing something new. And I just think it's so fascinating how we, we really, and like, I see this a lot in my work, I guess, because I work with a lot of women who are coming to me after being diagnosed with something. And so they see the doctor as the authority. And it's really, it's a journey of getting them to tap into inner knowing about what, what is your truth, right? Will, do you really feel that you are infertile? Do you really feel that you can't heal your body? Do you really feel like there's just such a disconnect sometimes? And, you know, I once heard it and I thought it was beautiful that m- knowledge is masculine. Wisdom is feminine, right? Knowledge is what has already been proven. Wisdom is what we just have this inner knowing. Okay. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So let's dive in. Let's get into the juice of it here. So reclaiming the divine masculine to restore the divine feminine. Good. Okay. So what's happening? And you brought it beautifully. (laughs) And there's so many, it's in our collective consciousness. So it's, I think it's fair to say that women have been in a subjugated position and the perception is that men have been in a power over position. Of course that has played out, but also men or the masculine are suffering just as much uh, as women are and and what what's happening as you know there's a, there's a large movement of this what i call like the feminine rising which is kind of rising with rage right it's rising on injustice and rage and you know our, our pain's valid everyone's pain's valid i'm not saying it isn't however we're it's it's going in the direction of power over, like women power over men, as in the masculine, in quotes, is becoming this dumping ground for everything women don't like about themselves. So, so what you just picked up on actually was that 
someone had said masculine knowledge is masculine and intuition is feminine and that's that's really that's something that's doing us a massive disservice because if we're going to heal and come back into alignment true alignment with our own masculine energy uh then it's we've got to make friends with it almost and what's happening is it's becoming a dumping ground um here we're things like oh i'm in my head yeah i'm in my masculine today and it, it it's an automatic term for disconnection from truth and we are co-creating these patriarchal structures that we don't like that we're trying to tear down that we're trying to fight against and unbeknownst to us we've disowned our own masculine energy just by the way of this reality is all about splits so we've got i am woman i have breasts and womb you are man you have peace <laughs> okay so <laughs> we perceive that to be outside of us and actually what what are a woman's masculine energy holds is the ability to turn energy into form so yes this divine feminine that we almost can't describe sometimes so when we haven't got an actual genuine connection with it we call it flow or rhythm or whatever and and what what i've experienced it as is the unknown principle in creation the zero point the black light the stillness what comes before things come into form into physical form so what i i kind of said i was in thailand actually where i am now it was about 11, 12 years ago. And I realized that I'd split off my own masculine nature and was kind of providing for myself in quite a, I was struggling. <laughs> Let's just say I was struggling. And so I set my intention to get my own masculine nature back because I could kind of see this happening and kind of wasn't sure what was going on. But I had a healing session with a friend and we were we were experimenting. And she was experimenting with her masculine and you know it's it's kind of different when you're working with a client than with a friend you can both kind of journey together a little bit and just have a play and experiment and we went to this what we stumbled on almost was like a body of work that is the divine masculine and we met it that energy and our own divine masculine came back into us and it was the most kind of non-sexual but orgasmic thing I've ever experienced. Oh, actually, what that had been holding, which was fragmented, was the ability to turn energy into matter, ideas into reality. And when this masculine part came back in, this essence, it's, it came. It comes into the core of us. And then my feminine energy, which had gone hard because of the lack of the masculine, went around it and the two unified that wasn't it i you know i've been working that medicine the unification for years afterwards as it integrated however that activated more of my internal authority and activated more of my ability to energy into matter and those are the two things that women project their authority and their ability, they've got loads, I know loads of women who've got wonderful ideas, wonderful intuition, are really in touch. They're really struggling to actually ground it and turn it into a business or 
because they perceive that that's masculine and masculine has become bad. And it's not. The distorted masculine is our own distortions projected out and, and men's experience of having to provide and be like robots and not feel their hearts and not cry and man up and do all those things. And, and also there's a distorted feminine, like dis women have become distorted. We've stabbed each other in the back. We're not supporting each other very well. Um, we get totally lost in our emotions and we think that's kind of competency and it, and it's not, and we need to actually to move forward. So we really need to own what we've projected, dust it off, bring it back within us, stop blaming the masculine and actually dust off our own feminine and have a look where we've been out of alignment. Because this restore, this like feminine rising and the divine feminine and, you know, it, it's kind of hollow without our own masculine nature. Because if we're not careful, we're just going to go power over again. And then the masculine's going power under. And we just, that just sets us up for another loop to, to try and right itself. It's going to balance the other way. And we're caught in this karmic kind of loop. Right. So, um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully yeah. that like gives a real premise of an overview of what's happening and what the antidote is. Right. And I, I, like I always say or feel that it, it's not that one is better than the other, not that one can exist without the other. It's about us coming both into the healthiest version of both and having them in us and understanding how we can utilize both. Yeah. Maybe for the audience, would you mind explaining what healthy divine feminine energy looks like and what healthy divine masculine energy looks like? So they kind of have a container of understanding where we're going with this, I guess, of what yeah. is, what is yeah. feminine energy? What is masculine energy? But more from the, like, cause like you've already outlined the, when we're in our damaged states, but when we're in our health yeah. states, what does that yeah. look like? So the divine masculine tends to hold, and I say tends to, cause it does tend to, but it's not limited to our internal authority and the ability to turn energy into matter, ideas into reality. The feminine, the feminine principle in creation is the unknown. That's being able to sit with the nothingness, the zero point, which our menstrual cycle is drawing us into every time we bleed. So the womb, the menstrual cycle draws us inwards and downwards to the womb. We bleed. And then as our womb is emptying, it's trying to pull us into the zero point within us. When we can get to that point... And I'll talk a bit about in a minute why we why we struggle to get to that point. When we get to that unknown point, the space, it's there that we can hear the deeper knowing, both within ourselves and of creation, and create from that place what what wants what consciousness wants to express with us and through us. So this is not kind of being a channel. It's more an embodied, what energy am I operating at that matches a consciousness that wants to be grounded in this reality? Because when, we, when, we f when we're able to feel that and receive it in our body, it works us. 
as well. So it's it's a pathway of personal growth. But it's this divine masculine energy that helps us really trust that inner authority, that voice within, and, and take the necessary steps to actually set up the business, set up the website and bring it into this world. Because again, that that commercialization is deemed masculine and many women hold back um, saying, well, they don't want to run their business in a masculine way. But all that all that is, is running a business without our hearts, without loving it. And it's kind of, and men have done that too. It's it's not that it's masculine. It's just, they're a bit better than that. Was, really. So a healthy, a healthy unification of those energies looks more like a relaxed women are more relaxed we can be more relaxed when we're in that state um because without it we can become like quite hard like hardened and pushy and that's what we call masculine but it's actually a lack of the masculine the true masculine can you hear there's a massive storm outside? Can you hear the da- absolute downpour and thunder and lightning? Okay, you can't. That's right then. <laughs> if anyone can hear it, it's magnificent. Um, so a healthy version is a relaxed woman, like trusting her own authority and able to have an idea and bring it into reality. And to sustain it in a way that we stay aligned most of the time, because we're not, we're kind of human creatures <laughs> who fumble about all the time. Um, and also, and also can continually grow and ground this energy within our bodies. And I find that it's not so much that I'm on one, it's that I, I don't really know or have flow of how I can gently merge into how I can go from my masculine into my feminine and feminine into my masculine. It's like I get really hard in one area and then I skip and go really into the other area and then I get uncomfortable there and then I go back into the other. Like I swing too much in the pendulum versus, you know, finding this really beautiful marriage of the two and having that coexistence in. Um, I don't know if you could speak to that a lot. Yeah, it's the, just the two aren't integrated properly yet. That's all that is. Um, so if, yeah, so if you, if I was working with you and you came and said, okay, like you swing between the two, um, then we do, do some work to kind of dust off your projections and what you think the divine masculine is and what you think masculine is, kind of meet that energy and see if you can bring it into your actual body. Um, a lot of the time we have blocks. And they're really totally understandable blocks. Some women have been sexually abused. Some have been, you know, had terrible abortions. Uh, they've, you know, just <laughs> gone really horribly wrong. And there's, we've got all sorts of projections from society on what our wombs are meant to be and what women are meant to be. And we've had absent fathers. I mean, I could go on. The list goes mm-hmm. on. So it, this, it sounds like there's something stopping the integration process happening. So what we do is just look at what is stopping the integration process. Um, not that when they integrate, it's smooth anyway. It's, 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 just, it's definitely a process. But yeah, if, if you're swinging from one to the other, there'll be something in there. 
Are you someone who feels really uneasy when it comes to your finances? Perhaps you feel like you have to sacrifice time with loved ones in order to make more money, or you feel a great deal of shame around your current financial situation. Maybe even feel a little overwhelmed when it comes to your finances. Well, this was my story. I felt like I was living in a space of so much scarcity around my money or a fear of not enoughness. That was until I met Kate Northrup in the Relaxed Money program. This program changed my life. It changed how I felt about my finances. It changed how I managed my money. And it changed how I even had discussions with my husband around our finances. This program was a game changer in my life. And the great thing is, is that Kate has opened the doors back up for another round of relaxed money. Relaxed Money is a 14-part live online program with a year of coaching, community, and support that teaches you to remain in a state of relaxation around your money so that you can become a magnet for inevitable abundance. This truly has been a game changer in my life. The doors are open for only two more days to get into her program. So go and click on the link below in my show notes to learn all about the program and to sign up today. So would you say then that for anyone that's listening and, you know, for myself as well, that it's more about understanding, I don't want to say understanding what they are, but understanding their importance and their health states and then being that mediator of knowing that you can flow in between the two, that when you know that one is is not its health state that you can then bring that energy or bring elements of the other in to help balance it. Is that what you would kind of? No, not really. I think okay. if one is projected and it in its non-health state, then the other is in its non-health state. The, the two energies are one energy. Actually, we just have okay. the perception in this reality and we split them off. So if, if there's a split, that's a non-healthy state because they'll be missing the other. So when we, when we can actually bring back the divine masculine into our body, our true masculine nature, it will restore the feminine. It'll work with it. It's like one energy going into another and, and they interweave and integrate. So there's no kind of separation between them. We won't go from one to the other. As they integrate, we might feel them as separate still, um, and and it's going to push up all the issues that keep them separate that kept them separate in the first place. Um, but yeah, when they are integrated, it, it, there is no divine feminine, divine masculine. It's just it's an integrated state, and what it brings up is it lights up the womb. Mm-hmm. It becomes this vessel. It becomes a very potent vessel of love to bring through consciousness and birth it for our, for the evolution of humankind or our collective mm-hmm. consciousness. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. What would you say would be some tips then for our listeners then of how they can start to explore this work or how they can start to call in or start to embody more of this restoration of the divine masculine in there? In their life, in their... The thing we can do is, uh, for everyone listening, just invite you to put your hands on your womb and 
just quietly, silently, internally, or out loud as well, set your intention to reclaim your true divine masculine nature. And just sense what happens in the body as you set the intention. Yeah, I felt ease. Yeah. 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 My womb started pulsing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, and the next step also would be to just have a think about, just question one's reality and perception. Are there any times I say, well, that's masculine? And what am I doing when I'm saying, well, that's masculine? Am I saying something I don't like about myself and then attributing to masculine? Am I, yeah, like, am I kind of dumping my stuff on the masculine, basically? Um, and that awareness is going to kind of almost kind of jolt our projections back into, oh, I'm doing something. I'm projecting something out. I'm co-creating this kind of patriarchal structures. Um, I wonder what ha- would, would happen if I didn't do that. So say a common one is, well, I'm in my head today. I'm in my masculine. What would happen if I said, I'm in my head, that means I've gone out of my body. Oh, I wonder why that's happened. And it's trauma. Mm -hmm. It's -hmm. not masculine or feminine. It's trauma that has us going out of our body, you know, rising up from our body and into our heads. And we overthink and we're not able to connect to other intuition when we're in that trauma response state. So if that's happening, it's our own trauma we can work on it. It's nothing to do with masculine or feminine. Right. Right. Um, but it, it's this This is a module I run in the womb medicine woman training. This is the hardest for women because we've got so used to projecting it out. Of course, because it's outside. Look, like there's man, there's woman. <laughs> and we've had it that way for centuries and centuries and centuries. So, and of course, most women have experienced some form of abuse or or projections or subjugation or sexualization and it's hard it's hard to stop projecting our stuff that we perceive to be masculine on men because they're carrying that burden remember all we're doing is the flip side of a man saying ah emotions are just crazy because they're projecting their own feminine as well Mm-hmm. And it's a burden for both. But if we just if we just do a little visualization now for everyone listening, like if we could just tune into the energy of the collective conscious, just however that's showing up for you. And just imagine all women pulling back their projections of trauma and disconnection onto the masculine, onto men. And all men pulling back their projections of crazy mothers and emotional, over-emotional hysteria off women and, like, own their own disconnection. For me, what I see is a big alleviation of burden of both, and actually we both sit with the truth. It's my stuff. It's your stuff. <laughs> let's, just, let's just get on with it and process it. 
not try and have it anybody else's. Because it's so empowering, because it brings our own energy back into our body. Um, but of course, what blocks us doing that is our own traumatic experiences. Um, and that's that's kind of multidimensional as well. So we can look at our own experiences in this life as men. But I mean, I've done loads and loads and loads of past life work. So I've been a man loads of times. I've been a man. I've been a man. <laughs> I've been a man loads and loads of times and experienced power over women. And I'm just in this life now as a woman experiencing what might it be like to actually have neutral power, be equal and come from a place of love. Having come from all those lifetimes where I've been power under power over as man, woman, and it's quite humbling to see and experience that it's nobody else's responsibility but mine uh, to to restore my divine feminine nature by bringing back my own masculine. It 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 feels like, and and again for everyone listening, it feels like a massive relief because I know that women will understand this when I say we harden as women. We do go into push. We have like a, an outer shell when we're missing that masculine nature. And it affects our relationships, both with ourselves and men. So the relaxation when I got was here with this lovely three days. Me and my friend felt like we were stoned. <laughs> we hadn't taken anything at all. But um, the relaxation was more than on a nervous system level. It was on a deep, like, soul level. And ever since then, I've been working that medicine and integrating it more and more. So it does make things easier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if anyone wants, like, a little carrot at the end of it, like, it makes things easier. It's hard. But, oh, it makes things a lot easier. So I guess my question for you then would be, with this conversation, what, what is your hope? that the world walks away with from it. What, what do you want them to leave knowing and wanting to embody, I guess? I think if there's just someone takes one thing from today is that this hardening that I know women will recognize and the struggle with turning ideas into reality is partly, mostly, because the true masculine, not the distorted masculine, the true masculine nature is split off. And if, and if it's brought back, it's lovely. It's actually very, very supportive. Mm -hmm. like it's, not, it's not hard or pushy at all. It's, it's very, very supportive and very consistent. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if people walk away with one thing, I, I hope it's that. But it, it is possible because I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. It makes sense. I know that I'm in a, a course right now and what we're really exploring is this beautiful marriage or coming in together of not just metaphysical, like there's, there is affirmations or visualizations. There's all these practices, but there's also systems and both alone could potentially work, but mm -hmm. they don't always, but when you bring them together and you experience a system and you sense what's feeling it happening in your body. And then you bring in 
some of the metaphysical practices or the nervous system regulation practices, which is the feminine of just like stillness of, you know, inter like going internal and, and feeling into something. That's when we can begin to move through the systems or we can move through the process with more ease because we're not being triggered by the emotional reaction because we've actually taken some of the, the felt sense and acknowledged it and then did something to be able to move that stress response in the body. Yeah. And that's, that's a wonderful example of, I think you called the one of, one of those parts feminine, which Mm -hmm. I'm guessing would mean the other part is masculine. If you just, I'd recommend you take those labels off because masculine can feel and be intuitive and feminine can have structure when they're together. They're not separate energies. Mm -hmm. They're unified. And so mm-hmm. it, it's the perception that triggers us usually because systems are quite kind of masculine and is the general note of it. Mm-hmm. And feminine's intuitive. Like I, I've spoken to men who feel like, um, who, who can feel their hearts, who, who feel the, like the pain of that within themselves because they can be intuitive and we don't see it. We don't see it. And again, that like becomes this power over things. So if you take those labels off and just imagine those systems and the intuition coming together, it's something much more powerful and will trigger, with, will trigger our perceptions less. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I get what you mean. It's, it's so embedded in the way we operate. And especially mm-hmm. as we're trying to awaken and, and come home to ourselves it's very embedded because it's, it is split. So okay. for everyone doing this, <laughs> for everyone calling things masculine, feminine, it's not wrong. I just invite you all to take a pause and wonder what it's doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I always like to end these calls with a womb-led tip, something that okay. women can walk away with and they can start to apply it to their life of how they can start to live in more alignment with their, their womb. So do you have a womb-led tip for us today? My top womb-led tip, I have to think about that. <laughs> top womb-led tip. Um, all that's coming up, <laughs> all I'm thinking about is bathe your yoni in the moonlight. It's really nice. Or in the sunlight. So, like, we call them knickers in the UK. Knickers off, pants off, undies off. Find a, you know, a, a nice, quiet, sacred <laughs> place where you're, you can be, um, nice and private and open up to the sun and open up to the moon. And just let the yoni bathe, not just the yoni, but the womb center bathe in the, in the sunlight and the moonlight. It's kind of, it's just lovely. It does something. It'll do something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I have a friend who would be totally down with that. She's like, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've got a nice private balcony here, so I can sit at a certain angle and the sun comes in at a certain time of day and I can just sit there. It's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, Mel, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It has been so great. This conversation has been amazing and I'm sure it's going to be triggering as some people listen to it. So I invite people yeah. to re-listen to it and like just feel into it because it is, 
it's us learning a new way of existence. And I think there's beauty had in that. So I want to thank you once again for sharing all your wisdom and your knowledge with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure. And I just, you know, for anyone that does get triggered or is like, oh, you know, oh, I've been doing it this way. And it's it's not that it's wrong. It's just we've, we've come to a certain state of our consciousness and we're learning and we're fumbling humans. And now we can do something different that just moves us along a bit. That's mm-hmm. all. Perfect. And anybody who wants to go deeper into this work or wants to connect with Mel, all of her information is going to be in our show notes below of how you can reach out, how you can follow her. I believe you have a podcast as well, correct? I do. It's called the Sacred Womb Podcast and all the details of it are on thesacredwomb.com. Perfect. So all that information is going to be in the show notes for anybody who wants to connect with Mel. Are you excited about aligning to your cycle? If so, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and like the episode if it really resonated with you. Until next time, remember, womb wisdom equals connection to self, which ultimately equals inspired living.